Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk a little bit about China's proposed peace plan, the 12 points. We're going to go through them. We're going to talk about some of the subtext of it. And then we're going to talk about the response from Russia to it and what, and what that can tell us about Russia's intentions for the future. Okay, so this has been discussed a few times recently. We're going to run through the, the titles of each point. Now, if you sit down and read it, there's a paragraph or so after each one of these points, but the titles pretty much give you the gist of it. This is uh, China's position on how the political process should go, the peace process should go. One, respecting the sovereignty of all countries. Two, abandoning the Cold War mentality. Three, ceasing hostilities. Four, resuming peace talks. Five, resolving the humanitarian crisis. Six, protecting civilians and POWs. Seven, keeping nuclear power plants safe. Eight, reducing strategic risks. Strategic in this case meaning nukes. Nine, facilitating grain exports. 10, stopping unilateral sanctions. 11, keeping industrial and supply chains stable. 12, promoting post-conflict reconstruction. If you go through and you look at all of this, uh, it's pretty bland for the most part. I mean, this is all very basic diplomacy 101 type stuff. The interesting part about it is that China manages to uh, put little jabs in against both the United States and Russia during this uh, in this position. When it is talking about uh, strategic risks, that is a light jab at Russia's nuclear saber rattling. When it's talking about unilateral sanctions, that's aimed at the United States. Um, when it's talking about keeping power plants safe, that is also aimed at Russia. Uh, there's a lot of it in there that is, it is uh, delicately said, but it's China coming in and kind of saying, y'all need to knock it off. Um, and the first part, respecting territorial integrity, that's a big part to it. Uh, now, what was Russia's response to this? The, uh, a spokesperson for the Kremlin said, we don't see any of the conditions that are needed to bring this whole story towards peace. That was today, I think. Um, and on Friday, the foreign minister said that any new deal was going to have to accept the new territorial realities. And that's the big part. That's the big part. Russia is saying it's keeping this territory or it's turning it into new countries. It's, it's empire building. It's a land grab. They're very clearly and openly stating this now um, in, in, on the international scene that that is their intention, that it wasn't about demilitarizing, it wasn't about any of this stuff that they said. It was about getting land, getting dirt, taking territory. 
Um. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It is, uh, it's going to be interesting how this plays out over the long term. Now, Zelensky, after seeing this, he wants to talk to China. And I think he probably will end up doing that. I think there will probably be some high-level meetings. This is an opportunity for the Chinese government to step in and play peacemaker. It's a bizarre idea. Um, Historically, there's not a lot of precedence for China to act as peacemaker between European powers, but tradition is peer pressure from dead people. There's nothing saying that they can't do it. And China holds a lot of sway over Russia. Russia in this, because of Ukraine, Russia has emerged as the junior partner when it comes to Russia and Russia-China relations. Um, Russia is the weaker power. China has a lot of influence there. So I know that there is a lot of talk in foreign policy circles, basically just discounting the idea that China would really get involved in this and that it's just ridiculous. And why would anybody want that? Uh, I think that's based on tradition. Uh, I don't... I don't see why China couldn't um, act as peacemaker here. They could try. I don't know that they're going to, because again, historically, China looks at Europe and it's like, yeah, that's your problem, not mine. Um, But this plan, yeah, it's very bland. It's Diplomacy 101 stuff. But if they were to express any interest in jumping into that arena of foreign policy, there's nothing actually stopping them other than their own will. Uh, I know it's being blown off right now. It's just something that won't happen. It might. Um, There's nothing to say that they won't do it. There's no mechanism stopping them. Other than Russia being very clear that point one, respecting territorial integrity, that's not in their game plan. They plan to seize territory. They plan to empire build. They plan for to hold this land. Um, that is the new territorial realities that the foreign minister says have to be accepted. And I don't know that Ukraine is going to be willing to, uh, to accept those current realities. I think they might try to change them before any real peace process starts moving. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.